0: Listen for real-life examples and tips in every episode on how to massively increase your income and find your freedom with ease. You're here because you're ready to change your life, your business, and your financial status, so let's do it. Hello, my gorgeous queens. I want to talk to you about shifting, shifting your thoughts, shifting your beliefs, and I talk about this a lot because I think it's... It's a crucial part of how we create our lives, and we have more power than we know literally just by shifting those thoughts, beliefs, and energy, and so that's why I continue to talk about it again and again and again, and I love that I have this podcast now because I'm coming to you with like real live things that are happening to me right now and telling you, hey, this is where I messed up. And I had to recognize, okay, what was going on, and here's how I shifted it. So then, hopefully, you can look at whatever's going on in your own life and say, okay, here's how I can shift this and see the difference that it makes. So, all right, here's the story. If you listened to the Manifesting My Million Dollar Dream House episode, I mentioned that we are actually going to be renting out. Our house every once in a while, because we always want whatever we're purchasing, especially big things, we want them to be assets and not liabilities. And the way that we think about that is that the assets are actually making us money. So even more so than equity and of course, all of the things that you get with real estate, we want to have something that's actively going to be putting money into our pockets and not just actively taking it out. So we in the very beginning said, we are going to be renting this out. We're going to be living in it, but then we'll open it up to rent it sometimes. And you know, it has a very high dollar per night amount. So that really helps with paying everything. And our old house, we were renting the basement and we lived in the top portion. So now our old house we kept and we are renting both the top and the bottom units of that house. So, with that house, we got it all ready, and oh my gosh, was it stressful. This is a total side note, but I have to tell you how stressful this was. (laughs) So, we were getting everything ready. I'm like trying everything I can to just like race around because there's so much to do. I'm trying to get everything done, but it was so stressful. There was so much to do. We were super behind it's my husband's really busy time with work. So a lot of it was just like me trying to do things and he was trying to help the best he could, but also he was super, super busy with work. And it was three days before Christmas and we were getting everything ready. And part of the thing to get everything ready is just getting our stuff out because we had not really moved out and moved into our new house fully yet. And so Actually, we were planning to just take all of our stuff and at least get it into some rooms. We weren't going to open up all of our rooms. The top portion of that house has six bedrooms. Well, it's five bedrooms in one office. And we were only going to open up two bedrooms. And then the other four rooms, we were going to lock off and have all of our personal stuff in it just because we had no time <laughs> to like actually move out and get all of those things ready. So, I'm getting everything ready. All of our stuff is locked away in these rooms, and these rooms look like complete hoarder rooms. Absolutely just things thrown about, not organized at all, filled with stuff. <laughs> you know, imagine like taking all of your stuff and moving it into just like a couple of rooms after you had it in a whole house. So, that's what these rooms look like. And finally get everything ready. The guests are coming. They're allowed to check in at three o'clock and I wanted to be gone by like two 30, but it was pushing it. Anyways, it comes to be two and I am like, hooray. I think we're going to get this done. Here we go. I'm just locking everything up and then I'm going to leave. I go to lock the doors that have all of our stuff in it, like these hoarder rooms. Okay. I go to lock them. And then just as like, as realtors do, I like double test the door to make sure that it's locked. And instead of like using the handle, I'm using my palm to push the door and I push it. And with the most ease, this door just opens up and I am about to freak out, but I'm like, okay, don't worry, stay calm. It's just one door. And then I'm like, hopefully it's just one door. Oh my gosh. What if all of these doors that have all of our personal stuff in it, plus they look ridiculously crazy. What if all of these doors just open right up? So I run downstairs and I check the other doors and all of them do it except for one door. I am so freaking out. I'm just like, to my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what do we do? And we're just both trying to figure out what can we do? What can we do? How do we fix this? And the fact that we didn't test this before, yes, is maddening. Like, I don't know why we didn't test this before. And Basically, we thought it was working because the locks were working, but we didn't realize when you push the door, the door is not actually latching. So anyways, we learned our lesson. So I quickly text the guests and say, hey, we're just getting everything ready perfectly for you. Just want to know about what time you'll arrive. And they say, we're going to be there in 20 minutes. So we're doing our best to figure out what to do, what to do. There's nothing we can do to fix the doors. We figured out at least on that moment. And we just said, okay, you know what? We're going to put signs on the door that says, please do not enter and put some tape over the door handles and hope that they're like good people that aren't going to try to get into this these rooms. It was kind of janky, but whatever. It was so last minute and we just had to figure it out. So we do that. We are leaving and my husband and I are leaving what we feel like we just went through something Traumatic, felt like it was a war. You know what I mean? It was just that feeling of defeat, but so stressful. Like we thought we were going to have heart attacks. And I am like leaving out so many of the different details that were <laughs> happening. It was so crazy. So we leave. Thankfully, we had the nicest guests ever. They were so sweet. And in fact, after. Like for sure, they didn't open the doors. After they left and I went to go check the unit, it was not only in perfect condition, but they had washed all of the towels. They had like gotten everything so nice for us. And then I opened the cupboards and they actually went through every single one of my cupboards, which is kind of like strange, but I had already, you know, taken all of our personal stuff out of it but they went through every single cupboard and organized it. So it looked so beautiful. I did not have time to organize things and make it look beautiful and they did. Then I went to check this sink faucet that we had that was a little bit loose and it was fixed. Like they fixed this. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love these people. This is why we do short-term rental. Like people are so great and wonderful. Thankfully, in our house, our other house, we've always had amazing guests. Guests that are so respectful, so easy, so nice. They are like helpful. We've never had any damage. I mean, we've just had the easiest time with short term rentals. Now, in our new house, it has been a little bit of a different story. So, the first guest that came. They were fine sort of, but I mean they left everything pretty crazy and there was very very minor damage but still it was damaged nonetheless and how weird because in our other place we've never had that. And then we had some guests over Christmas time so same time as these other guests in our old house we had some guests over Christmas and and basically every rule that we have for the house and by the way, we use a management company for our new house. And just because we want everything to be super nice and we want it all to be taken care of. And so the management company has like, you know, set rules for the house and basically every single rule, these people broke and they left the house a mess. Thankfully, there was no like major damage, definitely not left in super nice condition. And not only that, they were just kind of all around rude people. They checked in super early. They checked out super late. And we had a booking at same day in the evening and they just like didn't seem to care at all. And then they tried to get more days. I mean, it was kind of like a nightmare. It could have been so much worse. I'm sure like thankfully the house is still beautifully intact, but just the overall experience with guests in this house has been so different from our old house. And both my husband and I, and even my family, because like my family knows about this, and we're all just wondering what is with this? Why are we having such a different experience with this house than with our other house? What is different about this? Is it the price point and the people that are paying this price point? Is it has something to do with that? Because instantly, I mean, that's what people said right away. And instantly, I obviously don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that people that pay a higher price are going to be less considerate or rude or, you know, just not respectful. But I'll be honest, that was the first thought that came to my head too. And so right away, I thought, okay, hello, that is a limiting belief. However, it's this thing that's showing up, this evidence is showing up saying, well, maybe that's the case. And I still, even though I'm seeing the evidence of that, I have to combat that. Like I know that that belief is not going to serve me, that people in a higher price bracket are rude, inconsiderate, and disrespectful. I do not at all want to subscribe to that belief. So in doing that, I have to look at Okay, could people say that about the same thing? Could they say that at a lower price point, people are more disrespectful or whatever? Sure, people could also say that. So in that way, we know that that does not have to be the belief and the truth, the fact, for everyone. There's always going to be differences. So here I am. I just had Christmas guests at all of my units, the lower unit, upper unit, and our new house. And one, I had amazing guests that were wonderful. And in the other, I have guests that are horrible and make me wonder about humans. Okay? <laughs> like that's that's the contrast. And so I really stopped to look, what am I believing here? What am I doing That is attracting this type of people because I am always going to take responsibility. It doesn't even have to do with me at all, but my energy is always attracting something and I get to choose that I can change that. Like I, I am saying I have the power to change that. And so I do. You see what I'm saying? I could say, well, this has nothing to do with me. I don't even do anything because I have a management company and you know, it's, it has nothing to do with my energy. It's just the house. It's the people. It's the time of year. I mean, I could have so many excuses. But I'm choosing always to say, how can I take responsibility for this, which means I can take back my power and then create something different, something that I want to have. So I really sat with it and just shifted my energy in that moment, like in the moment where I was freaking out and saying, I can't believe people are like this and I'm never going to rent this house ever again. I had to shift my belief in who I was bringing into this house, who I was attracting into this house, the guests that are coming to this house. I had to shift my belief around who is renting this house, what they're like, how they are to the house, how they take care of things, how respectful they are, everything. So we have these new guests that come in the same day after Um, these horrible Christmas guests came in and they actually had to come late because the cleaners had to stay so long to clean up everything from the past people. And I'm just thinking, like, I hope these people are better. I hope that they're not going to have like a new year's rager. And I just kept saying, I'm shifting my belief and these people are going to be lovely. They're going to be wonderful. They're going to have a great time. They're going to make family memories. And I was just putting it out there. So then a few days later, it was actually the day before that they were were going to be checking out. The it was garbage day, so I went to go get the garbage and bring it down to the street. And he must have saw me and came out. So the guest came out and said, "Hey, are you the owner? Is this your house?" And I said, yeah, it is. And he said, I want to thank you so much for opening up your house. When I tell you that I like instantly almost cried to this guy, (laughs) seriously, he came to me with such, such a genuine response. Like he was so genuine and he came to me and said, I just want to say thank you so much. This is amazing. We've had the best time. We've been able to make so many memories. We were actually coming back from the airport because our flights got canceled or our vacation got canceled. You know, it was during that time where everything was getting canceled because of COVID again. And he's like, everything got canceled. So we were coming back from the airport. The kids were so bummed because we had been telling them about this trip forever, and they were super excited. So they were super bummed, and we looked online to see if we could do anything in the area. Found your house. It was absolutely perfect, and it's just been the most amazing time staying here. Thank you so, so much. Also, when he was telling me, it was Negative, like 10 degrees out. (laughs) So I am freezing. He's wearing like a sweatshirt. So he's got to be freezing. And when it's so cold out, your eyes tend to like water anyways. So I feel like I was crying, but I was so grateful. And I just knew that these people, like these were the people that I called in. I had to shift my belief in order to call these people in because my energy is always affecting what is coming into my world. And shifting that belief was so wild because everything I was saying to myself, this guy came out and told me basically what I was hoping, you know, these people would experience. And then when they left, we went in and checked everything. Everything was left perfect, spotless. And in fact, they also washed the towels. So just like my other guests were. Uh, they were amazing. And I thought, how come people like that can't be at our new house? I just shifted that and said, of course, people can be good. Of course, good people are still going to come to this house. Of course, that these people will treat it and respect it well. So what's showing up in your world right now? What's showing up continuously that seems to be something that you do not want but somehow you're attracting. It's some sort of underlying belief that once you recognize it, you can shift it. Take a look, how are things going with your clients? How are things going with your money? How are things going with your business? How are things going with your spouse? And Those things, those patterns that keep showing up, it shows you what your programming is. It shows you what your beliefs are and new things will always be popping up for us. It's recognizing them, becoming aware of them, and then knowing I can shift this. You have the power to shift those beliefs and those beliefs, those feelings, that vibration, that frequency is what attracts situations into your life. So start attracting what you want. You get to choose. You get to create your life and you get to create those beliefs that will bring in the situations that you love. It doesn't always have to be the hard way. It doesn't always have to be, you know, well, you have to get through this or, uh, you know, well, I guess this just happens to me. It doesn't have to be that way. You get to create your life. As these things come up in your life and you recognize them, be sure to just be that really gentle observer. Be kind to yourself and don't give it a lot of drama or a lot of attention because you don't want to make it a big deal. You don't want to put it in a negative light. Just realize it and be like, oh, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that I somehow have this belief that keeps bringing this situation Into my life. So, isn't that interesting that that has come up again, that some sort of negative experience has come up again? And that exact experience can help you recognize what you do not want. It's a great lesson in contrast, showing you what you do not want, showing you where your underlying beliefs are so that you can shift them and create a life that you desire screenshot this episode and share with me on social media at commission queen and let me know what beliefs you'll be shifting gratitude and abundance queens thank you so much for joining me today if you loved this episode hit the subscribe button and share a review i so appreciate every one of you if you're not already following me on social media you can find me at commission queen and go to CommissionQueen.com to browse products and get more free content